we are, yeah, we are done with March now. We're what, done. What's we're, March? Yeah. March the month. Oh, right, right. We're done with March and April Fools, but it's still cold in Chicago and rainy and overcast. <laughs> of course it is. It's fucking cold here. Yeah, that's how it is here every single day of the year. So, so Billy, in San Francisco, did, did you get anything about the Northern Lights being visual on uh, Thursday or Friday? Was there anything that you saw about that? Like it, it already passed or it's supposed to be coming? Oh, it was coming. Uh, it was supposed to come yesterday and the day before. Oh, shit. No, but I wish I would have heard about that. I would have looked. Cause for sure, but I didn't hear anything about it. For Chicago, it was like, oh, cool, and there's overcast. Well, even, <laughs> yeah, right. Even if there wasn't, though, I feel like the lights from the city would drown it out anyway. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah, for sure. So much light pollution out here. So maybe I uh, remember seeing them in Tinley when I was like, right, really, a, teen, a teenager. You know, once I saw them once. Oh, really? So, like, me, like best friend up, Tony Bosa. Yeah, like 80th Avenue or uh, yeah. What's the one? What's what's over there? Yeah, 80th. Yeah, we saw it on 80th over by like on the corner of like 163rd and 80th by Keller. Yeah. Fucking freezing zoom. God damn it. Yeah. 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 Having some issues here. Yeah. I'm back. Now your video's frozen, but same shit balls. Yeah. It's got to be. Why would that be internet though? Did you open the door so the signal can yeah. get through? Doors open. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I don't get it. I was I was thinking I was maybe Dan needs to buy like a, a signal booster or something. Yeah. Yeah, a little jumper, yeah. a mesh. Those Google Mesh things are pretty cheap. I think. I think. Shit. I guess we'll have to find out. Or you can get one through your. Uh, internet company or cable company or whatever you use anyways anyway yeah. enough, enough about that um yeah this isn't a fucking tech show so the the northern lights were about to happen in chicago and uh it was overcast here i but you're right if we were in tinley park and you said that you saw it out there i i feel like it was if it was clear we would have been able to see it in Tinley at least. Yeah, I mean, I, I well, but now that I, now when I did see it, like I said, like I was maybe fifteen or sixteen years old, so that's like twenty five years ago. So you know there was no fucking. It was still cornfields uh, and shit. A right. lot of that area, there was no, right. there weren't even homes over there hardly. You know, right. <clears throat> yeah, I think light pollution is definitely a problem with trying to see. Like if you really want to see, them, we have to travel a little bit north of the city. Go to, yeah. Yeah. Go to you gotta go to like fucking upstate Michigan or some shit, you right? Know? <laughs> right. Yeah, Wisconsin out in the woods. Yeah, I remember seeing him in Wisconsin before, in like July. And everybody's seen him but me. All right, I'll get there. <laughs> it's real cool. I'll get there. It's pretty cool. You will. Feels like you're in outer space. We are in outer I mean, space. Technically, yeah, we are. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. We are right. Ladies and gentlemen, we are floating in outer space. <laughs> You know that the spiritualized album? Uh, all I want in love's a little bit. Wait, no, no. All I want in life's a little bit. Love to take the pain away. What is that? Spiritualized. Spiritualized, right? By, yeah. Spiritualized. By spiritualized. Spiritualized the, is the, a band, yeah. And oh, the, yeah, the, the song that. is called "All I Want in Life's a Little Bit of Love to Take the Pain Away." Yeah. Never, I've never even heard of of that band. 
That's mm. weird. Really? Yeah. That was one of Schweiger's bands. That he it's liked. a niche kind of genre band, yeah. you know. Yeah. Are they are they modern or? It's probably yeah. Yeah, it's like they're like early two thousands, right? Something yeah. Like yeah. They're like uh, they're like uh, they're like a, a a lesser known version even of like uh, radio like zero seven or uh, okay. massive attack and yeah. stuff like that right. you know right. <clears throat> yeah but they're I mean they're around you know but they're like kind of like a they they have a they certainly have a following like they're completely yeah. legitimate by yeah. all means but they're not like on a massive scale like right. you yeah. know they're not a pop band you know interesting right yeah right and ambient ethereal kind of stuff you know speaking of music ministry ministry helmet and melvin's came to town uh on thursday fuck yeah my girl sure helmet was part of it yes my girlfriend had tickets the announcement was made and uh she go she had tickets but she couldn't get off oh my god and i she told me about it and i'm thinking i'm like i had to work on Thursday night, like I had to work. Right. I'm like, you should oh. let me know. I would have went. She sold the tickets. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, but <laughs> right. And so, like, yeah. she already put them up for sale. You know, before I even knew that she couldn't. And I was like, ah. Oh. And I was like, because I was planning to go with her when it was in September. Right. It got moved. Though. And then it got moved. And then she got such little notice of the show that it was like, oh. I I had seen that they were. They were also airing it online. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? I, I got that notice from so some website that I followed them on. Fuck. See, I wish I would have known that too. I would have. I would have. I would have bought a ticket to that and just watched it in my yeah. fucking living room. I've done that a bunch of times <laughs> during COVID. You know. Oh, nice. Yeah. See, now out here, uh, helmet. I think helmet probably does better in the Midwest than they do out here. So out here, that lineup was. Uh, Corrosion of conformity, and maybe instead of helmet, <clears throat> so uh, maybe helmet did the Midwest portion, and okay. the, you know, right. different bands do different areas. Right. But because I know helmet, like I've played with helmet a few times in wow. Chicago, because they would always come, they would always come through. So we got to play with them. Damn, uh, I think three times at yeah. the Double Door. Yeah. That's amazing. They were one of my favorites growing up. That was the Double Door. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Man. We played with the Bronx there. Helmet, like. Although, you know, a bunch of fucking killer bands that at the double door. Nice. But Helmet for sure was uh was one of them. Yeah, that was awesome. They're they're moving that venue. Double Door's now moving to like a this large bank, like uh, you know, like Romanesque architecture in Uptown. Really? In Uptown, yeah. Right on Wilson and off Wilson and Broadway. Mm-hmm. So it's a part of that whole district with like the Riv, the Aragon. You got the air, and then you got uh, the Green Mill over there as well as, yeah. Maybe the Uptown Theater is gonna Hopcat. Yeah, so it's a whole little music art district, yeah. right? There, there was a there was a super fucking famous place up in that area. Uh, Jesus, I can't remember uh, what the exact name of it now, but literally like Zeppelin fucking played there, and like the Who, oh, and, the you know back in the day, Kinetic Underground. Uh, Kinetic Underground. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Hendrix, Janis Joplin. I think maybe even the Doors played there. Uh, yeah. Been around since the '60s. It was like our whiskey a go go. 
Right. It was right, totally. a, right across the street from the Aragon. And there was a lot of after shows there uh, that I remember going like uh, with Todd and Megan and um, all that whole crew that, you know, listens to Fish and Grateful Dead and Umphreys McGee. And there would mm-hmm. be some cool shows, after shows happening there till like four in the morning, five in the morning, because it was a 4 a.m., 5 a.m. spot. And the music right. would be going till four, or if it's on Saturday, 5 a.m. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's insane. My buddy, uh, my buddy Awesome, uh, was the house guy there for many years. Yeah. Yeah. Cool room, man. Hard, hard, hard room, I guess acoustically from what i hear from feedback from sound guys and stuff but we played there i played there with uh uh remember spoon yeah yeah that's all they're awesome i love them i mean i love with, them. they're good yeah spoon had a uh another like a, a another band called crud and we played <laughs> there with with crud yeah it was like it was my first show it was the first first time i ever played there Oh, nice. And it was with that crud band. I think it was like the drummer from Spoon like started his own band and it was called Crud or the guitar player and the it was like two people from Spoon had this band. Gotcha. I'm and, wonder- uh, Kinetic Underground. I'm wondering if those large windows <clears throat> that you can see outside uh had an effect on the acoustics then, the glass. Does that have anything to do with uh, Probably. Yeah. Yeah, the whole place was like just exposed brick wall yeah. with nothing on the walls, right. and it was just that. That's hell on, you know. You're, you're just everything bounces around and pointy, and there's no, you know, nothing to eat the base, and everything's fucking slapping off each other. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, I remember he used to have to go in there and like bleed the mics, or else you'd never f- survive. Everybody would come out of there with fucking tinnitus because feedback would just be the entire time. You know. Oh God. <clears throat> But then once he got it in, you know, he's a fucking super sound ninja. So he would always be able to dial it in. But I remember it being a, being pretty tedious for him to get it in there. You know, it was a yeah. rough room to, you had to wrestle it like every single night. <laughs> you know? Spe- speaking of wrestling and violence, what about yeah. this whole thing with the Oscars, man? What happened? Yeah. Oh, what happened? What are we talking about? Well, for those that this. for those for those that don't know what happened, like Jeff, um, <laughs> uh, Chris Rock uh, was is was the host for the Oscars. I think no, he, no, he was he was just I think he was just presenting. He was just presenting. Yeah. So okay. So he was up there. I, I'm supposed to not know anything about this, but now I'm ruining my cover. But. <laughs> no, he, the show is a sham yeah. you see what i did jeff he, he was just presenting he was presenting an award and he was telling jokes before beforehand okay yeah and he told a joke about will smith's wife jada pinkett and uh and yeah. it was a joke about it was her. the weakest possible joke you could ever have. oh yeah and he even said it it's like yeah. come on that one was on. nice yeah, that, that was and the, I, I guess the look on her face, she gave him a dirty look. The thing is, he's fucking laughed. Well, Will Smith, Will Smith laughed. laughed. But, and then right, I think he was laughing. And I, then he looked over and he, saw that Jada was like, oh. And when he looked, the only reason he looked over is because Chris, Chris Rock probably acknowledged yeah. it. Otherwise, he wouldn't have looked over. Yeah, see, part of me thinks that if, if he would have just moved on right away, he it, it, it would have not gone that way. But since he kind of focused on Jada's yeah. reaction and the audience's kind of reaction and then... 
and just let Will Smith kind of like ponder and think about it, and, and, and not to give him the pat, the free pass. Of no, no, doing not the, at all. Yeah, but that it it would have probably changed the course of yeah. all that. I think if he would just said it and moved on right away, so, that probably would not have happened. I also read an article that Chris because he he Will Smith didn't get removed for s- smacking him. Right. Which, no, he fucking won an award like 20 minutes yeah, later, and he yeah. gave a whole speech and everything. So yeah. Chris, what the fuck? So they interviewed Chris Rock, and he was like, they <clears throat> uh, he asked security, please don't remove him. We don't want a bad thing to get worse. <laughs> so, I, I, I'm going to call bullshit on mm-hmm. that. I think it's PR. You think PR? Because asked, he stood up there for a good couple of minutes. And he had that look in his face. around like, like, right, like he didn't know what to do. They should have removed him right then, but right. they didn't. They just let him sit there, and then Chris Rock kind of kept on fumbling and then kind of caught back up and then presented the award, you know, and then yeah. they went to break or whatever. I don't know what happened after that, but they had plenty of time to remove them on the on their own without Chris Rock saying, oh, no, don't remove him. That's kind of – I think that's bullshit. I think it's a PR stunt that, to make Chris Rock look better and to make, you know, the the, the academy and the, the security not look like complete incompetent fools. Which they were. Which they mm-hmm. were. They were spineless, yeah, because they didn't right. remove them. That's my that's my take. Well, everybody in the everybody in the whole situation, you know, except for really Chris Rock, because he's the one that got fucking smacked. Right. But I think everybody in that whole situation was a pussy, including including Will Smith, because I mean, Chris Rock is like this fucking big. Right. And so, you know, put put The Rock up there or fucking John Cena. Right. See how many see, see motherfuckers he's slapping around. Yeah. Nobody. He's yeah. going to sit there and fucking, you know, right. pull his dick in his chair and cry about I, it. I agree. So his wife can fucking yell at him later. And, I, <clears throat> I've, you know, I don't know anything about the two of them or anything, but I, I never have... I always felt that fucking Jada Pinkett rides on some fucking high horse. Yeah, she's always got a fucking stink eye on. She's always she thinks she's better than everybody. She she feels like she needs to be treated like royalty wherever she goes. Yeah. Like, fuck her. You know that aura That's bullshit. And her, I, I I can see that for sure. Her, her appearance and aura remind me of the queen in Game of Thrones, the Lannister. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. Cer- Cersei's is yeah. that her name? Cersei. Yeah, something oh, like that. Yeah, Jesus, man. Cersei. Right. I get that feeling from her. Yeah. Where I'm like, ugh. Totally. Yeah, I can see that. I I. I don't know. She might be the nicest person in the whole entire world, but her persona she gives off is like maybe she's just really bad at even though she's an actress, maybe she's bad at acting like like a hard ass and she just comes off as a fucking dick. <laughs> but yeah. I always have had a problem with her. I, I just think she's I just think she's a she 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 takes herself way too fucking seriously. Oh man. Agreed. But that's me. Yeah. That's me. And <clears throat> I don't I don't think he should have. Yeah, after and then after everything that came up, um, this last year of their relationship that was what was that on Oprah? See, I, I'm, I'm, like I that. hear things like second, third hand, like people saying shit. I don't really know what the story she, is. She revealed on the show that she was with another man who was yeah. their son's friend, a rapper. They have an open relationship, her and Will Smith. Was it open at that point, or was it open after? I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was established mm-hmm. to be open after that was said. And then, <laughs> yeah, right. And then he went on Twitter talking about like, "Oh, this is all fucked up and messed up." And then she tried calling him out that, "Why are you trying to blast these things uh, to the public?" It's like you just told me on TV that we right. that, you, that, that actually happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, yeah. that's. I'm, I'm sure there's there's some things that he's dealing with in that relationship <clears throat> for sure that had something to do with that whole thing. A lot of displacement. Yeah, he's overcompensating. Yeah. Yeah. Overcompensating. So the other thing that I had he, heard. Well, it. Uh, yeah. You're kind of. Freezing, it's you're it's funny because there's a like immediate. Ah, fuck. Yeah. Still, is it better now? Uh, better yeah. now. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, there was like almost immediately the next day, somebody, some, I saw somebody posted. It was like a saying by somebody, a meme or something. It just said, <laughs> Jada's going to let Will Smith watch so hard tonight. Good for him. <laughs> Dude, there was a really, really, okay. As a comedian, man, I, I, I just feel like let's relax here. Let's, I, I get that there's, there's some jokes that, you know, are more insulting than others and just downright offensive. But I wouldn't put this one on that spectrum to be no. downright insulting. This was, was so weak. It was so weak and mild. And yeah. Um, yeah. It, I, 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 I am, I have to feel more, more empathy for Chris Rock and his family. Oh, absolutely. Like his family had 100%. to watch that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, everybody, dude, everybody, everybody had, everybody to, had to watch that. Yeah. Nobody should have had. Yeah. And he took away from such, like, uh, Questlove yeah. winning a fucking yeah. Oscar for his documentary. I don't know if you've seen it. It's really fucking good. Check it out. Summer of Soul. Mm. It's so good. But, yeah, I mean, that took away from everyone winning uh-huh. their awards. It's just this yeah. made the news, and nobody else heard about anything else. Anything. Well, it, it did hit things, but it, not to the levels right. of his. Yeah. It's like, you idiot. Yeah. Look at what right. you, I like. I lost respect. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm not particularly a fan of his to begin with. Yeah, but that just definitely took him down ten notches. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the you know, and also the other aspect of that is I don't know how much people are talking about it. I've I've even just kind of I don't even fucking give a shit. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I wanted you know I watched it and it was interesting, of course, but. You know what? Like, yeah. There's a fucking there's a war in the Ukraine right, right now, dude. Right. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So, but <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> that brings up like all these memes that I saw, like that were like, hey, you know, speaking of Will Smith and Chris Rock, did you hear that Clarence Thomas's wife is sending texts to you know about overthrowing the government and shit? Like, like there's other things right. we need to be focusing on, not yeah. Will Smith. And right, Chris Rock. dude. But can I just right, say but... one 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 thing that I heard about, <laughs> like an overdubbing hilarious video. Of the Will Smith, <laughs> so it's them sitting at the ta- at a table, on television, but it's overdubbed, and he's like, "So, so how did it feel? To, how did it feel to 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 get fucked by someone else?" And it's just, "Well, let's put it this way: I questioned my relationship with you." And he's like, "Oh, okay, okay. Well, how how was his dick?" <laughs> it was like, "Let um, so it when um." Let me, let me say it this way. It when when he entered me, I went into another world that I never knew <laughs> even existed before. He's like, oh, all right, all right. And then at the end they give each other a high five because we love each other with this open relationship. Yeah, baby. It was like, oh my it was like all overdubbed. It was yeah. oh man, I totally butchered Beautiful. that, but it yeah. was <laughs> we'll, we'll all nah, it's on still <laughs> it was still funny, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I definitely want to see it. <laughs> So, well, you know, and and the and the other the other portion of it too is like, you know, 
it's still back onto that part where I think she takes herself way too seriously. She thinks she's like actually an important person like that does stuff yeah. in the world outside of just being yeah. in like, you know, whatever fucking movies she was in 20 years ago, yeah. fucking relevant anymore. But like the, the fact that this whole thing even happened after all that is like, she, she apparently it, it, it came out that she hadn't even announced she announced she was shaving her head like and didn't say shit about alopecia so so the world is just supposed to know somehow that that right. jada pinkett shaved didn't shave her head for fuck yeah so did, in, did uh, yeah you did, know for vanity or whatever like what like we're all paying attention to why you shaved your head who could give a fucking shit like did chris you rock know? even know probably no i'm sure he I didn't mean, probably nobody not. knew yeah. nobody knew you know, not nobody, but like, you know, in the, in the, in the, for all intents and yeah. purposes, nobody knew. Nobody's so, keeping notes on, 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 yeah. on her fucking I didn't, hair. I didn't something. know I mean, until right. after midnight when I saw these texts blowing up on my phone, because it was my parents' 50th wedding anniversary uh, reception and, and mass and brunch and that whole thing happened that day. So I can give a rat's ass what happened until I got home right. at like midnight. And then I'm reading the article now, and I'm like, "Oh, she had alopecia. Oh, oh, but why? But you go up. Yeah, and so you, what? So what? Yeah. So you can, that gives you that gives you the you know I will I feel justified for right for going up and uh, smacking yeah. someone on live television. Um, so do you, right. do you want to hear the the more the heavier side of sure? So there was there was a doctor that kind of did a uh, uh you know. They, they they read that differently, so they said that they saw that as being a, a trauma response. Because apparently Will Smith, when he was younger, sure, I agree with that. Witnessed um, his mother being punched by his father, and he had always regretted not doing anything, not kind of stepping up and being that that protective person of his mother. Yeah, so I agree. I agree with that. She, the doctor mm. online, I don't know what the fuck it was, what doctor's <clears> name it was, but she kind of theorize that maybe this was a, a trauma response and sure he also suffers from adhd apparently which okay limits your you know it, it, your reaction your reaction time, time. like it, it, you just react yourself. right away yeah right yeah so it's combined with that you know and not that it's it's excused it's not that it's excusing it at it, all it's an excuse anyway but it's it's more of like a okay maybe maybe empathize a little bit and un- maybe try to understand a little bit from where he's coming from <clears throat> But it's hard yeah. to. It's hard to when you're that rich, and you're that famous, yeah. and you're and that. You, and you're you walk. That. You walk away after you slap Chris Rock so smug, with that that smile on your face. It's it's really hard to, to empathize with you. But at the same time, and there's also reports now that during that walk back, she also wiped the shit eating grin off her face and started laughing. Yeah, really. After oh, yeah. he oh, smacked she... her. There, there is. I did hear that somewhere too. So there's, there's a lot of things. But your that point that you just brought, that is, there's something there. There's something there. Again, yeah, not a, you know, like you said, not certainly not excusable, but yeah. I, I can see that being a factor right, for sure. Right. But still, like you know, even even though, like for something bigger, like did Chris Rock put his fucking hands on her right, or something like right. that? You know, basically he got smacked in the face for like making fun of because she had. T- yeah. Yeah. Right. Tennis elbow. You know, like right. what the fuck? Right. Like, so what? It's alopecia. It's not a fucking big deal. Like, it's not like you're gonna die from. It's a hair. Your hair yeah. falls out. Right. So what? Yeah. Not so what. But 
Right. So what? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and I nobody just, even I, knew about it. But I just thought yeah. that was, that was, that <laughs> Who that knows? was an interesting. The one, take. the one I will tell you, one that fucking got me. Yeah, very much so, for sure. I, uh, I, I would, I agree with that, and I could see that probably being the most valid of of all the, uh, yeah, poss- you know, reasons, yeah. whatever possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. But the one, the one, I'll tell you, the one that did bum me out. I could give a shit about Will Smith, the Joe Shade Pinkett, or whatever. Fucking Taylor Hawkins, dude. That Whoa. to me was a super bummer. Yeah. I'd never met him. I have no idea who he is. Don't know him, but like I, you know, he's like one of those dudes. Like, you, we did, we all knew him, kind of. Yeah, I just, <laughs> you know, I just saw a um, video today of uh, him doing like pandemic, uh, like music with other people yeah. on via Zoom, yeah. and it was the song barracuda i saw that too yeah. oh yeah 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 Dude, yeah i watched I it today i love that tune i fucking <laughs> yeah yeah i yeah I, I shared i shared it on 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 facebook and i was like dude it made my day because i started my day listening to that i saw that my one buddy he's he's about i think he's a year or two older than you billy and mm-hmm. uh he posted it and i'm like oh yeah my he was my old uh neighbor dan and man it was like that tune, I love hearing that tune. Yeah. And then hearing Taylor Hawkins jam out and that that, <clears throat> that that chick singer that was was on there, like I don't think that was the original singer because she looked a little young to be. No, no, no. One of them, it was it was Taylor Hawkins, uh, um, not Ann Wilson. Yeah, Ann Wilson. Okay. Uh, the blonde haired one from Heart, who yeah. I think wrote wrote the song. Okay. Uh, Nuno Betancourt playing guitar. Okay. And uh, the 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 singer, her name is like Liz Williams or Liv Williams or something. Okay, right. I actually don't know who she is, but she's fucking stellar. Whoever yeah, she is, her dude. voice is incredible. Oh, that was great. But I had never heard of her before. But all the other ones that I I, I knew of. <clears throat> nice. Real cool. Yeah, I watched it just today too. I, maybe I even clicked on yours. I don't know where yeah. it was. Definitely on Facebook that I found it, and I and I yeah. looked at it. But, That's where I saw it too. Did Did we yeah. ever find out what happened to him? Was it? I know he. I know he struggled with drug addiction. I don't know if it was related his death. He he was a recovered junkie for a good long while, but the the only thing they've released so far that I've seen is that like the, some of the results from the initial uh, blood work or whatever they right. did on him, autopsy results or yeah, uh, toxicology report is what right. they called it. Um, apparently, he had like ten different substances oh, in his oh, body oh, now that doesn't mean he was on that doesn't mean he, right, he ate right. 10 fucking oh, different okay. pills or right. smoked and drank because yeah. their shit stays in your system weed stays in your system for fucking 30 days yeah so yeah. he might not you know what i mean he might have like taken something antidepressant or who knows what the fuck people take right yeah and that was in his system that he just ate but then everything else for the last fucking 60 days was still floating around in there you know who yeah. knows yeah but <clears throat> either way know. either way it's heartbreaking yeah, he... oh, super dude. It was such a huge bummer. Yeah, he seems like such a bummer. He seems like someone that uh, you just totally get along with. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't think there was one single person anywhere ever that like even hinted toward a, a feeling of like dislike towards him. Like yeah. everybody fucking loved the guy, right. you know. And I didn't realize <clears throat> that you know, like uh, this week that he died, you're seeing all these videos of him. And uh, their last show, which was Lollapalooza in Argentina in, in uh, 
Buenos Aires and uh they uh he did a song where he sings and he was singing he sang a couple Somebody of, to Love. Yeah, dude from Queen, Queen. and it was like mm-hmm. dude he rocks it. Mm. He rocks it. He has that voice. He has like your voice oh, yeah. Billy like that that like tenor voice. Like, well, he's got he's he has a number of side projects where he's he's the lead singer. Like oh, he has okay. his own fucking band. All right. There we go. He has his own band. He has like two, nice. two or three side projects. So Damn. he was a multi-instrumentalist. Like he played. I thought you, know, you were about to say he was a, he, he was, he was a multi-introvert. Like what the fuck? Is, <laughs> you mean an extrovert? <laughs> right. Yeah. Multi-extrovert. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he, he could definitely do kind of do it all. You know, he was like a Dave girl too, but right. yeah but he was the drummer instead you know yeah yeah that that was one yeah he was, he was a bad motherfucker yeah so are, are are we sure that um dave Grohl's not murdering people because no oh wow you know, <laughs> that was a good one sorry. that was a good one yeah <laughs> because of the the, the move the, that's that's the whole that's the whole plot. Yeah. That's the whole plot of that yeah. fucking horror feature they just put out. Oh. He gets possessed by a demon in a house. Did you see uh, it? And uh, and kills his whole band. I didn't. I have not seen the movie yet. I, I really got, want to. We got to watch that tonight. Okay. We got to watch that. Yeah, tonight. dude. That would be cool. I, I wish we would have watched it. And then we could have had it be this episode. <laughs> yeah. But instead, right. we got to say that we're going to watch that yeah. tonight. Next. Episode. I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Uh, yeah, I'll watch it this week sometime too, and then we'll talk about it next week. Is, they is, put out a rat. They put out a fucking metal record, dude, under the name Dreamwind. Wait, what was it? Dream what? It's fucking killer. What's the name of it again? Dream- it's so good. Dream what? Dream Widow. Dream Widow. Dream Widow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you you kind of cut out a little bit there. Dream Widow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. Sorry, that time I did hear it on my end too. They they had uh in you know a Foo Fighters like some of their music videos were pretty cool. Uh Super cool. They're funny. Yeah, real funny. There was the the one on the airplane, but then there was the one that was kind of like uh what was that Evil Dead? That yeah. that's the one Everlong is is that one. Okay. And uh, the whole thing is like in the cabin, with like the whole super, the paranormal activity going on. With like, I don't know that I've seen that. One. Oh, you totally have seen this, dude. It's ever long. <laughs> breathe out, so I can I mean, breathe. Yeah, I know the song. I'm just not. I've never been. Music videos in the past twenty years, I probably haven't. seen Oh yeah, you and your memory. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not, right. not, not my memory. I probably haven't seen it. I haven't watched music videos in fucking forever. Well, they have. Uh, well, that video is from like the '90s. Is it? Yes. Well, I wasn't really yeah. paying attention to Foo Fighters back then. Is that who it is? You weren't really paying attention to MTV. Yeah, Foo Fighters. Yeah. Is that yeah. who it is? Is that who it is? <laughs> yeah. 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 They have another. They have. Uh, there a ton of great funny videos that you're. Uh, I think it's you're not the only one or whatever it's called. Yeah. You're not the one, but you're the only one. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. And it just starts, dude. It's like old, like it brings you back to like the Twisted Sister videos and shit. You know, yeah. they have long <laughs> intros of this just weird, goofy shit happening. Yeah. And then they come in with a fucking slammer. Yeah. <clears throat> it's great. <laughs> you know, I love that shit. That, what, those you- those kind of bands have always been like, those are the, that's how I've always wanted my bands to be like, not take not everything that isn't serious right, like right you know yeah the, how do you have fun doing that like being too serious you know what i mean 
Yeah, I don't know, dude. Well, you got fucking hangups. You got to be in a band with Will Smith, <laughs> or or the Wombats, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. You got to be all fucking all <laughs> hold it, hold it close, and get aggro about so the band would... that plays like is lucky to play the fucking county fair. So I was only like eleven, <laughs> like ten, eleven years old when first going to Red Tower. So I thought those guys, being a ten, eleven year old, like, oh, they're cool. They run a record store. Oh, fuck, yeah. You know, and they're in a band. Yeah. <laughs> Little did you know. Yeah. That they sucked. <laughs> and they had, like, they had that, like, they had the whole fucking, the, like, their their font for their name. Like, dude, I, truth be told, <laughs> I knew about the Wombats probably for 10 years. Never fucking listened to a note, but I was like, the Wombats, dude, they're cool as fuck. Yeah. And then someone, like, played me a song by the Wombats, and I was like, what is this fucking trash? And they were like, dude, this is the Wombats. The guy's from Red Tower. I was like, what? This is the most pussy-ass shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but their record still. Yeah. Yeah. Or that, fucking that... ruled. Like, I spent, man, me and my brother used to camp out there overnight, wait for Slayer tickets and shit. Oh, that's right. You oh, could yeah. buy, you could totally buy tickets there. So how did, how does that work when a record store, is it all record stores you can get tickets? Yeah, dude. That's where we would always go. Oh, it's, yeah, back in the day, I mean, it was Ticketmaster, right? That was. I don't think that's a thing anymore, but. No. But yeah, yeah. So like, but I remember Tower Records getting the Radiohead tickets, like from there. You could. Right. So is that every yeah. record store, or is it only certain exclusive record stores? Like, you know, Red Tower had a deal to where they could get their hands on the tickets. Or, That's a good question. I don't know. Right? I don't, I don't know if it was like certain music stores only had were portals for certain shows or whatever. And had a certain amount of tickets that they were allotted or if it was just every Yeah. Store. Yeah. I th- I think it was only certain stores like they had to be affiliated or have some kind of distribution deal ah, with right. those places because remember in in the fucking El Famous parking lot over there there was a killer record store called Record Swap. Record Swap. It was it was badass, dude. Yeah. Like they had a, an amazing import section and shit. They never sold tickets for shit, yeah. you know. Yeah. Don Schweiger worked at Record Swap for years. That was, oh, really? Yeah, so that, I, yeah. I, I I used to buy my my shit from Record Swap in Homewood, which oh, I'm yeah. not sure if that was the original or yeah, that's they, the original. Okay, so yeah. And then and then it spread out to Tinley Park. It's the original, oh, cool, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was much closer it, to yeah. home, a lot easier to get to. It's connected right. to it's connected to off the alley. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was legitimately yeah. connected to. Yeah, you could. There's a door. Right. Yeah. Yep. They would have punk shows in the back. Yeah, man. They would have punk, punk shows. And, they would punk have and metal industrial night. They had everything back there. Yeah. 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 What a that's, that's yeah, where, that was. A, that's where a lot of like the the younger bands like that in Tinley Park and shit like that's where they first played shows at was yeah. off the alley. Did you play there? Oh, yeah. Did you play there, Billy? I never did. No. Oh, come on. No. Jeez. We were way too shitty. We were way too <laughs> shitty back then. No, you were way too good. You, you weren't shitty enough <laughs> to play off the alley. Yeah. I wish that were the case. <clears throat> yeah. Now, we, the band the, the band I was in, even if we were good, we would have never played at, at – uh, at off the alley or uh, yeah at off the alley back then because the music was just so fucking sh- stupid just <laughs> I mean, so watered down and acu- like acoustic driven just really shitty like ballads you know? like what are we talking about in, in yeah in some case not like cock rock ballads but like 
you know, like I told you, like we, we, at, at one point we literally like played a, a fucking toad, the wet sprocket song, <laughs> okay. like real All fucking right. weak shit. You yeah. know, Which like song was it? We would get our, we'd have got our asses kicked if we played at fucking off the alley. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible band. What was the toad, the wet sprocket uh, song? Uh, it was called uh, the Nightingale song, I think. It was off that one record that was like their 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 only big record, I yeah. think, or maybe they had other ones. But uh, uh, yeah, it was just you know we we were like three of us and we would all sing and do like three part harmonies and shit. So that we would just like anybody that had three part harmonies, we would be like, well, we could do a cover of that. Yeah, and it was fucking so weak. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like so it was so bad though now that and it you know it's it was like really my 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 first actual like working band you know yeah. that actually like played places and got shows and yeah we traveled around from time to time a little bit nice. but you know it was it was just that was only because you know we made phone calls and fucking shitty bars would be like yeah sure we got nobody that comes in here so why don't you come and play here you know <laughs> but that bad i wouldn't change it because that band as stupid as it was opened uh many doors yeah for me yeah. that eventually got me seen by other people that right. that uh you know picked me up and and gave me a nice life after that but nice yes yeah, but it was fucking bad <laughs> uh, speaking of the mid 90s have you guys seen the movie, the mid nineties. I've never heard of it. No, I I, I have, I think. You think? <laughs> Jeff no, Ball's as a, memory. As a as a uh, <laughs> as a skateboarder. Yeah. I was required to watch this. Oh. Just because <laughs> it, it takes place in like mid nineties. Is it a skate movie? It, it it's yeah it it, ha- it yeah. revolves around a bunch of skate kids yeah. growing up in the mid nineties, okay. which was like the heyday of the my heyday. skate time so which it was it was actually pretty accurate too which is probably kind of scary but i think it was directed by jonah hill or written by jo- jonah written, hill? written and directed okay which i didn't know until much later that he's actually was a skateboarder growing up in california in california yeah i think it was in california yeah yeah but yeah so yeah i i, I saw it i he was he was the little kid probably I mean, I, I I would bet my money that that he was the little kid because just kind of his personality just seems like it was that kid. Like, do I say thank you? You know, is that cool? <laughs> it's not cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember a lot from the movie. It was it was it was <laughs> oh, it was all right. I mean, I, it, it didn't like really stick out. <laughs> what it stuck out for me is that I hung out with yeah. skateboarders. Yeah. Uh, you know, I a lot a lot of my friends were skateboarders. You, Ron. Uh, Bob, Bob yeah. uh, Nerdtaw was doing a little, little, little bit of skating. No, oh, not that much, huh? <laughs> Milas, Milas, even though he he wasn't that yeah. he wasn't that good, no. he still was a skater. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Randy, Kurik was Kurik was like really good. Oh, Kurik was yeah. Kurik was awesome. Yeah, Ron, Ron was really good, and Randy was really good. Yep. Didn't he almost get like sponsored at one point? No, he Should did. I, he, I mean, they, yeah. Bad Boys Toys. They were they had shop sponsors. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Bad Boys Toys. I used to know that dude who uh, he owned that store. Derek. Derek. Yeah. And yeah. You know him. And Ron and Randy got to skate at um, Warp Tour, Warp Tour yeah. when it was by the United Center in yep. the parking lot. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, had they no lived, shit. Had they lived yeah. in California and had summer year round, they probably yeah. would have went much further. Oh yeah, man. Right, right. <clears throat> That's something I can never even imagine. I had one time I like begged my fucking parents for a skateboard, and they were like, "All right," and I didn't know shit about it. They finally said it, but this kid a couple blocks, one of my one of my best friends, longest friends in life, Kenny Schaefer. Yeah, he was a skater. He was he was pretty good, and and I got this skateboard from Toys R Us. It was called the Hot Zone. Oh, and it was like it had a huge deck, like a big fucking deck on it. It was like oversized. Yeah. So I asked him to teach me how to do an ollie. Like, dude, you got to teach me how to skate, man. I wanna I wanna do it. I was always a big BMX kid. Like BMX freestyle was that was my shit. Oh yeah, right, right. And uh, I got. I got, I, so I got this skateboard and I tried him. I got chrome. I, I got chromes and spokes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, dude. I had mags though. Mags oh, across yeah. the board. So what was the trick? What was the trick? Uh, I was like, all right. So teach you know, teach me some tricks. So he's like, all right. Well, you know, the basic one is the ollie. Right. So I was right. like, all right. Yeah. He's like, anybody can do this one. No problem. He showed me how, and I tried. <laughs> fucking skateboard goes shoom, you know yep, flying down yep, the street yeah and i end up like with a, a powdered elbow almost uh, and i was just like oh, that's it i think i'm done with skateboarding i was way too scared afraid of skateboarding from that day you forward gave up that like, easily? immediately oh my god i did too immediately <laughs> i had a nash and i had a, I had yeah. a similar experience and yeah. i had just a bunch of like gravel on yeah. my hands and i'm like i'm done one of my first experiences on a, on a fucking skateboard. So my older brother and his friends built a half pipe in my backyard. And, and you went for it. And I, I so I, I was being goaded. I was being goaded by my neighbor. Like, just drop in, just drop in. You know, it'll be just easy. And I was like, I fucking went for it. And I went straight to my back and knocked the wind out of me. And I, it was fucking scared the shit out of me. You thought you were going to die. I, yeah. yeah. I, was, I couldn't fucking breathe. Of yeah. course I thought I was yeah. going to die. But right. yeah, I, just, I I kept with it, man. I how, fucking stuck. How long out. how long did you lose your breath for? I'm not, I don't know. Probably seconds. Seconds, but yeah. enough to where you're like, I'm trying to breathe right now and right. nothing's happening. Yeah, exactly. You're trying to suck in air and you can't do it. That freaks you the fuck out. And then finally when you got it, it was like Ooh. <laughs> yeah, and, and you got that the look neighbors at, just laughing. <laughs> yeah, laughing. yeah, that's like <laughs> you can hear them yeah, laughing. Like, that thought, oh, bro. Yeah. Everything's fucking frozen real bad. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but uh yeah. This, are we good to go? Can we? Oh, sorry, are, talk we, are we frozen? About it, moments that. Yeah, you true. were. I. I didn't. I. I just got you back on my end right now. Like I didn't hear anything you he just was, said. He yeah, was. In, was he, he was in the warp zone. He yeah. was in level eight seven. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. But the, the point is, you fall, you get back up, you fucking try again. You no no you fall yeah. you can't breathe you can't breathe then you can <laughs> you hear your you, you hear, hear your, your neighbors, neighbors laughing. laughing you catch your breath you get back up you, you go again you are now forced to prove yourself to your fucking neighbor yeah yeah, yeah see I I think Kenny Schaefer you let me off the hook too easy yeah I was yeah. like nope fuck this yeah you had to <laughs> yeah I was uh, that was it that was the end of my skateboarding career it lasted all of about four nanoseconds. I, I I took the wheels off of my Nash and made it uh, just a snowboard to go down, you know, like a, a retention pond during winter time. Yeah. That's what I did. gave me the uh, gave me the excuse yeah. to not skateboard we ever again. We surf down sleds. Oh really? Right? Yeah. 
we used to surf sleds down oh, the yeah, side right, of the house. Right, right. <laughs> well, you, you, Billy. So you, we have that ditch. Yeah. We have that like ditch next door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, 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 right. <laughs> and my parents would come out fucking yelling all the time because we'd be like, they'd come out and be like, dude, get off the fucking house. Cause we'd be like knocking up against the house. And my ma's like plates that she had hanging from the walls and shit would be like shaking. Oh, oh, just right on the other side of the kitchen was where we were, you know, so you'd run up and try to be getting to the top of the hill fastest. Yeah. Somebody would bite it and just slam against the house and oh, would fall off the wall, you know? <laughs> like, you know, like T-Rex is coming. No, it's, it's, it's Billy and Mike. Yeah. It's two fucking nine-year-olds. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Two nine-year-olds. Well, nine and a 15, however, like one, <laughs> nine. 13, 13, I guess. <laughs> 13, yeah, I'm four and a half years older. <laughs> Wait, when's, but, your, yeah, your, when's your birthday? November oh, 3rd. Yeah. Oh, you're November. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And Mike's is obviously Drinko did Michael. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I've experienced that a couple of times. Yeah. I miss those. As much as I don't miss them, I do. I, yeah. There was those were great fucking parties, man. Yeah, yeah, those were good ones. I saw one where Don was in the garbage can. Don Milas was. <laughs> Is this the one where he's trying to ride the garbage can down the hill? Down the hill. Down the street. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. pretty. That's, that's pretty tough. funny. That was me recording. Yep. I, I have that video somewhere. The whole thing. It's just. It's really long. And, and it's, yeah. it's, it's and then it's Mike really drunkenly going back and taking the garbage cans away from Don, yeah. and putting them back on the street, and then Don getting mad and pulling them back. So out. awesome! <laughs> and this was like as him. this as the sun's coming. Oh yeah, up. no, no, the sun, and, sun is already up. Like the sunrise has already happened. Playing it's, through, playing through. Yeah, we yeah, were, we were hammered. We were all yeah, wow. dude. Yeah. Neighbors were getting up and like going to work and yeah. shit. Don, <laughs> and then he finally fucking yeah. went down the, on his board and almost got run over yes. by a car. He he, oh. he kept on wanting to get my skateboard so he could ride down the hill, and he's in like these fancy boots. Yeah, the, like, I they, saw they, that. There's no grip on them. There's like you know rock star boots, whatever the fuck he wears. Yeah, yeah, and, and the I'm little like, leather you jacket. You would have fucking died. Yeah. You would have fucking right? died. I had to hide the skateboard from him because he was so insistent. I'm like. Dude, I'm saving your life. You have no idea. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it just, it just go. The hit, it was a, it was a street, and it went down. It was a downhill street, and then just it dead ends. And this and is a cross street. And this is Milwaukee. This is Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. And he was just right around the corner from that Euro place that we used to go to all the time. Oh. Yeah, he was on a mission. He was on a mission. Yeah, that yeah he night. was. And then, because <clears throat> because he couldn't get the skateboard, that's when he turned to the the garbage cans. They tried right, right, right. riding the garbage cans down the street. Yeah. Okay. So weird. So. But but the the skateboard he would have picked up some speed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he would have been he would have been annihilated. Oh fuck yeah. This was it was a pretty steep it was a pretty steep downhill yeah. like you know it was a it was a an impressively steep downhill yeah. for for Milwaukee and, for sure and if you know anything about riding a skateboard downhill you at, at a certain speed you start to wobble where the board yeah, just rocks could. back and forth and he would have been thrown and he would have just slid like yeah 20 feet it would have, on his face it, it would have not been good 
it would have been really bad. Yeah. He probably would he would have survived, but only because it's like, you know, when they show they tell you like, oh, you, you know, this guy, there's no way the only reason he survived this horrible car wreck is because he was so hammered. He was yeah. so his body shit. was just limp, like yeah. he was fine. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> that's what saved his own life. That's what saved Dodd's life was his his uncontrollable drinking. <laughs> yeah, his near-death inebriation yeah. saved his life. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good time. <laughs> yeah, your, near, your near-death inebriate, daily inebriation saved your life. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Dad. Yes. We say it out of love. What a fucking... Right? Totally. Totally. Uh, Always do. That kid's a little brother, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and you're right, Jeff. He was all decked out. He was like in his jet, in his Vincent yep. Gallo stage, yeah. where he had like fashion <laughs> boots and Gallo. a and a satin jacket that like pulled yeah. up, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was in his tight skinny jeans and his leather jacket yeah. and his, his rock star boots. A tapered he, leather jacket. He would have yeah. died. Oh yeah, Vincent yeah. Gallo stage. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> he's fucking funny. I love that kid. Yeah, yeah, he is funny. Oh man, <laughs> God. <laughs> there was one time we were at Ron's, and <laughs> we were at Ron's, and we we're we were drinking there. Like, get his, the fuck out! You were drinking at Ron's at, 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 his, <laughs> at back in the day yeah. at his, his parents' house, and it was, you know. His mom was out of town, so then he was house sitting. Yep. Because he still had he had an apartment over somewhere else, but he's like, oh, let's party over here. And and so then Ron, uh, we're all passed out in all the different rooms. And then Don is in Kristen's room, naked with a poster board around his crotch, like rolled up the poster board. <laughs> what? It's like a rolled up poster yeah. board, and it's like coming out from his crotch. And she's like. Dad, get the fuck out of here. You hear Ron wake up. Dad, what the fuck are you doing? And Dad's just laughing in a corner <laughs> with just a poster board covering him. Coming. <laughs> he was he was the one to get naked. Every fucking party. Uh, yeah. He loved right. yeah. getting naked. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, one, of, <laughs> right. one of his party tricks. It was his, one of his party tricks was getting naked. Yeah. I love it. One of his party tricks. In his in his best friend's sister's room. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh, and then fuck. and I remember being passed out in one of the rooms and the doorway of this room, you look across and you you know, you could see the doorway of Kristen's room. So we see Don in the corner there laughing his ass off, like looking at all us passed out in this other room. And we're like, oh my god, you know, there's what the fuck is Todd doing? Like, you know, still up playing through. Playing right. Through, you know, it's probably like nine AM, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's fucking tomorrow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Those were the days, you oh, know? Yeah. When you could yeah, actually man. physically do that. Yeah. Dude, I Right. Exactly. Like I cannot even wrap my head around the possibility anymore. Like me being that if I were to get that ripped again, it would probably literally take me four days of like 
sick laying in bed awfulness to 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 like get back to kind of normal yeah yeah <clears throat> no doubt about it i can't even i get like uh uh you know i'll have like two beers and and the the next day is rough really till like 6 p.m oh, wow. <laughs> yeah man i never like i never drink anymore hardly yeah. hardly ever I don't know if it's because I started drinking so late in life, but I don't really get hangovers. Your liver and was I able to drink, yeah, generate. It was able to form properly. Fully. Yeah, right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. But I don't really get hangovers. Like, I, I will drink way more than I probably should. I'll I get drunk. But the next day, I'm a, little, I'm, I'm a little woozy. I don't get sick. I don't throw up or do anything. But I'm, you know, I'm a little out of it for the next day. But that's about it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Our liver's... Only developed uh, as a yeah. 15, 16. I'm jealous. You, you, you destroyed them early on. So, yeah, at 15, yeah. 16, they got stunted. Yeah. yeah, mine was fucking shredded by, mine was shredded by 26. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's around the time I started drinking. 27, I think, actually. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> my my, my yeah. liver was, was, was thankful. Yeah. And, and then, right. but, then, but then when I started drinking, I was making up for lost time. But the liver was like, <laughs> right because your liver yeah. was like Superman. Yeah, and it, it worked. right. It worked. It, it, I mean, it, it takes a little more now, and I think it's a little getting a little weathered. Yeah, but uh, yeah, still holding up. It catches up quick. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I'm worried. About. I, there were there were right. I think you'd be all right. I mean, as long as you don't keep you know fucking. As long as you're not getting hammered every day, I think no. you'll be fine. Every other day. <clears throat> yeah, right. <laughs> I, uh, man, I, 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 there was, a, there were some good years there where, I mean, I was blackout drunk every single day, oh. but oh, like, wow. not, not in like a, not in a bad, I mean, I, how can I say not in a, <laughs> yeah. not in a bad way, Black, but blackout, like, blackout drunk is pretty much always bad, Billy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's true. That's but, true. But you weren't getting but, in uh, fights like, or no, never. I was, I'm a happy, I'm a very happy drunk. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not a violent, uh, drunk. I'm it, it, like, I'm, I'm angry and violent in my normal life, <laughs> but not in my, not, yeah. not drunk or pretty, and have, you know, having a good time, but, that was, you know, life was fucking sweet. No responsibilities. Nothing was going on. We're just, and just getting ripped yeah, every yeah. night, pretty much, you know, pretty much every night. <laughs> What? On scotch too, dude. Oh, like wow. fucking black label oh, wow. on the rocks was like the only thing I would put in my mouth. Wow. <sighs> oh delicious. Nice. Oh wow. Mm. Yeah. So good. A classic man. Now I can uh the the <clears throat> the luck the lucky part for me is that I'm fortunate to just not have a an addictive personality. Like I've never had issues with anything. Yes. I like I you know I although I just said I was fucking hammered for <laughs> six years straight but that was just like I was just having a good time and partying and yeah. this is the day that I was like yeah you know what I don't really want to do that anymore you yeah. could, done you could quit what you want when you wanted to 100 percent yeah <laughs> right yeah and but it actually was true and it still is to this day I think but but there there's also I also never really took it too far like I don't um I've never done like hard, hard 
drugs. I've always kept it natural. If I ever did like shrooms and weed, like shit, you can't even get addicted to. Like right. I, I would, I never have, I would never try heroin or any of that shit. Like I've tried blow a number of times, but like it's, and it's fine, but I really don't kind of care about it. So I just can like not do it ever again and not care. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, like anything that you just, I hear these people get, man, like when people do get hooked on shit and I'm like, how the fuck could you even try that? Like when the, you, you know, you've read this, you've read, you know, this, if you continue, will kill you. You will be dead. You'll be dead. There is no fucking arguing about it. Then there's other. And how would you, how do people even do that? (laughs) You know, then you got your other addictions like buying things or gambling or eating you know like i definitely have an eating addiction do you i think sorry you i think i definitely have an eating addiction like it's i mean you you, there's something going on there for sure yeah because you watching you eat is a whole it's a whole other world it's a thing and i have to control myself with that I (laughs) i yeah that's my thing like a beef combo should not be finished in seven uh. minutes <laughs> like a large king <laughs> beef combo dipped yeah. with hot peppers right. and, and should not be yeah should, should last a little longer than, yeah. than five, seven, or ten minutes. five to seven minutes no not ten no, five no. to seven right you have you know he, he, heat, up, yeah. heat up the other half <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah you're right heat up the other half tomorrow yeah no no, I, I yeah. shove it in, and then I feel like an insulin spike in my arm or something, like where it's like, oh my god, what am I doing? So is, isn't that like the oh. the uh, you're you're feeling pleasure, right? You get pleasure from the food. Yeah. So that's your cort or cortisol or uh, dopamine and yeah. all this other stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's, dopamine. That's, yeah, yeah. You're getting you're addicted to the, Ser- the pleasure the, yeah. of of the, f- the feeling of eating. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Like not like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. No, yeah. I, 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 yes, <laughs> I, I fill a void. No, you do know what you're talking about. Yeah, I fill a void. Yeah. So I just gotta Lit- find literally out. and literally and figuratively. <laughs> yeah, figuratively. Yeah, my stomach <laughs> sure. is being filled. Yeah. yeah. So you gotta figure out. You got you gotta backtrack and figure out where that spawned from, right? Like, Starving to death. I mean, did you starve to death <laughs> as a young child? No. At like the dinner table, where like your older brothers taking all the food and you didn't get any. Um, you only no. got the scraps. No, I think it was just a matter of me wanting to gain weight because when I was a kid, I felt like I was too skinny. I was self conscious. Okay, it. and then when I started focusing on it, <laughs> like when I was like nine years old, eight nine years old, I would talk about how much I weighed. I remember being obsessed with, with your weight, with your my weight not being skinny. Wow, because I was real skinny. Yeah, just nothing. I wouldn't. I would not hold any weight. And but I mean, so, that's nine years old. Like I didn't even start thinking about my weight until I was in, at I was least in high school. Pretty bony kid, and I was like, "Why? You know, I eat. What's going on here? You know?" Yeah. So then I <laughs> like there was like a summer where I focused on just eating, and then I ever Ado- si- that's when you kind of adopted that. Like, hey, eating kind of is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I my appetite. <clears throat> I, I remember this summer. It was like. It was the same summer that the Bulls won it, uh, and I was, I think, I think it was eleven, or maybe it was the summer before that. But I remember the picture of my birthday. I had love handles, and I was like, I used to be skinny, like the 
right before that. I'm like, man, I just got gained weight. You know? Like, yeah. Mm. yeah. Your metabolism changed, slowed down. Yeah. <clears throat> I was always like that too. I was a fucking stick skinny. Yeah. You know, my whole life. I'm not anymore, but I, I'm, I got like a gut now, but I'm trying to get rid of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... yeah I, I was always the stocky kid. I've always been. But it's not too bad. Yeah. I was never stick. <laughs> and then, yeah, I, I think when I was stock, not stick. stock, not stick. Yeah, I think in eighth grade, then I had the growth spurt, <laughs> and then it stretched out for me. Where I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." Now I lost that. I lost that, and it was gone till like probably freshman year. It came back because <laughs> yeah. then I was like <laughs> eating again, eating that yeah. shit right. shit cafeteria food. Yeah, Andrew. fucking pizza, pizza boat day. Oh God, at, 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 <laughs> at Andrew High School. Yeah, yeah. The French fries. I yeah. always had the French fries. Cheese the, fries was the, the way yeah to go. the cheese fries with chicken sandwich. Yeah. I used to have the chicken sandwich myself. Yeah, I mean, I, I I didn't. I was always fries, fries in a in a chocolate uh, smoothie or whatever they called it. The shake. Chocolate shake. Oh, mm-hmm. they they had the chocolate shake yeah. there. So you you dip the fries in the chocolate oh, shake. Oh right, right, right. Or I would do cheese fries, uh, yeah, which like I wouldn't do. Wendy's style. Yes, yes, for sure. And there was two different lines. There mm-hmm. were two different cafeteria lines. Remember, it was like the two different rooms where you go into the line to get what you want. Maybe I only ever went into the one, so I'm not sure. Yeah, there was two though. Like, yeah, there was the one, the ones where they had the different shit food. every week. <laughs> Right, and then the other one was just they had the same shit yeah. every time you knew what you were getting, so that, and it was, was like that was the one I went to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom used to make us fucking bring our lunches, so it was like you know I'd have some fucking homemade sandwich and a Fritos and shit. Like we didn't get to eat the lunch too much. Uh, <laughs> like, Ma, can I have lunch money? It's gonna be pizza boat day. Like, we'd get it, but most of the time it was like we were we were brown baggers. Yeah, yeah. I I I rarely ate at lunch. Unless I had money to buy food, but you always have like, I, I distinctly remember like the cheese fries costing like a dollar ten, and I always had a dollar, so you always have to go around <laughs> right. like everybody at the lunch table. Hey, do you have a dime? Do you have a dime? Hey, you got a dime? You're right? Anybody? Anybody got a dime? Yeah. I wanted to, I wanted <laughs> yeah. to get the fucking cheese fries. You know? Oh yeah. yeah. Right. And all I had was a dollar. <laughs> figure out that's why we never learned anything at yeah. that fucking school we're always looking around for change oh God. that's what fucking we that's what we attracted by shiny objects on the floor that yeah that's what we learned <laughs> right to, to panhandle. Yeah, we, panhandle we learned how to fucking panhandle <laughs> yeah i remember when drew held up oh look there's something shiny on the floor get it <clears throat> i remember when drew like held like he put a ski mask or a pantyhose put a pantyhose on and with a toy gun he give me all your donuts <laughs> he said the cafeteria and he got suspended for really it. yeah i don't remember that at all yeah well wow, it's crazy <laughs> if you would if you would do that now you'd be oh, expelled god. oh god Honestly, you'd, you'd be arrested oh, yeah. <laughs> god yeah it'd be under psychiatric evaluation yeah. for the next 20 years yeah it was funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, even in the state of the world today, that still is funny. Yeah. Even though it's you know it's not, but <laughs> it's a funny joke. <clears throat> back then, for sure, oh, there was no such fucking thing as school shootings yeah. back then. You know, not really. See, like it was ga- there was gang warfare here and there, but not not at our school. But 
I always, unless you were in the TPM. I always wondered if there were school shootings, we just didn't hear about them as much. But since the, well, internet, you know what? the internet and then you hear more more news coming out. Yeah. Yeah, you're, pro- you're probably right about yeah. that. <clears throat> you're probably right about that. It's interesting. Well, social media took it to yeah. a whole other level. That's and that that might have actually increased the amount because tipping, they knew right. they would get some right. modicum of fame, you know. Yeah. That was a tipping point right yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, how I miss the right. days of the no internet. Oh, how I miss <laughs> yeah. the days the old ways. Yeah, but with no internet, oh, we couldn't do this. That's true. Oh well, no, we I mean we we still could, right? Yeah, we would have. We'd just do it on the phone, I guess. Party line. Party line, and we'll do a fucking <laughs> radio show. We'll we'll pirate some radio. Oh right. Yeah, right. That's true. But see, now you got to get hired for that. Really? We can just we can just sit in our fucking shitty corners of our place with all our trash behind <laughs> us and do it now. <laughs> you guys have a cool setup, but you, I mean, you got a, you got a cool little nook right there. No. <laughs> well, it would be if it wasn't for all the my uh like bins of clothing and then yeah. my a, a, a 16th of my guitar collection back here. How many guitars do you have? 16. I have 19 in total, yeah. Dude, seriously, really? Wow. So that means yeah. so that means that's only a 19. <clears throat> a 19th of it, three. Oh, three. Three so, of it, yeah. So so three nineteenths. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> Three nineteen. Yeah. I was gonna say something mm. I fucking forgot. I'm sorry. Damn it, Dan. I know. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Right. I know. <laughs> so we got a few, a few new, a, f- a few new movies coming up, or shows. Is it shows? Obi Wan Kenobi. That's a show. I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, yeah. That, I'll watch it. That'll be in May. That that one's in May. So that that, that actually reminds me of what I wanted to say. Okay, what do you want? So to say? We, we were talking about pirating radio, and I really recently wa- rewatched Pump Up the Volume. Pump up the volume. You ever watched that? Up the volume. Yeah. Christian Slater. Christian Slater. What was it? Christian Christian Slater. Yeah. 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 So good. Uh, even now, like even though nobody knows what the hell fucking radio is, right? It's still pretty fucking good. <clears throat> we got we got a double feature on our hands. Right, and, and and the Dave Grohl uh, horror, horror film. yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, it's called uh, whatever it's called, something six six six, Motel six six six, or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see it. Clever. I want to see that bad too. Very yeah, but, but we'll watch Pump Up. I'll watch them both because yeah. my wife's dance, a huge dance. movie fan, so we'll watch them. Is she really? That's cool. Put, yeah, the, yeah. put the needle on the record. Put the needle on the record. Put the needle on the record. That <laughs> the drum beats going like this. I have no idea what's going on right now, but it's fucking awesome. You know, remember that song? Yeah, isn't that what on a record when a drum beat goes like this? Isn't that what happens? Yeah, it was a hip hop freak out. Yeah, I remember hearing that in my my dad's car like uh, on his radio and we're all driving you know like he's driving us to our grandparents on a sunday 
in like the <laughs> mid eighties when it was like fresh on the radio. And my dad would mm-hmm. turn it up. He goes, "What?" And my dad would be like, "Put the needle on the record. Put the needle on the record." <laughs> <laughs> we had all matching. We had matching Michael Jackson jackets. Wow. My parents and and my my brothers. Everybody. Everybody had a Michael Jackson. Amazing. Isn't is the red, that the red, the red leather one? The the black and the red. Le- I had I had. Uh, I think I had the red one because I was like little, so it was like I could wear the loud red one, you know? Yeah. Right. And it was like the red and the black, and it was like it's so funny. The only thing I ever owned was a a, a Thriller T-shirt. It was yellow. I think I was like six. Dan, I have that was, that was that was Michael Jackson's I ever got. I have the Thriller jacket in. One of these bins <laughs> right here, right now. Mike, my, my, my brother bought it for me for Christmas like uh, 10 years ago or some nice, shit. Nice. I found it online. Oh. He found it online and got it for me as a Christmas oh, present. Wow. You ever worn it? Uh, on Halloween, I wore it once. Okay. Come on, you got to break <laughs> yeah. that shit out. <laughs> right? Just around the house, ever, even, you know? If I ever play another show, All right. I'll wear it. <laughs> no, not if, when. When you play another show, right. there you go. Right. Next time I go back to Walgreens for Pedialyte, I'll wear it. I was wa- so speak- <laughs> speaking of speaking of Michael Jackson. I was watching uh, Little Stevie's Underground Garage, and Drew Carey, Drew Carey was hosting it. and He was talking about uh, Weird Al, and he would get permission. He didn't have to, but he he felt it was respectful to the musicians that he was parodying, but he didn't have to legally. But he would call them and ask them for permission <clears throat> on every one of the songs that he made. Because he's, mm-hmm. he's a good fucking artist. He's a good yeah. he's a good yeah. dude. Because yeah. technically, he's writing a completely different song. But I mean, it's in the same key and everything. But uh, yeah, I mean, there might be some some yeah. yeah musically, it's essentially the same. Yeah, for sure. But he got prom- and it's just not you know it, it's a it's without those original songs, there would be no such thing as Weird Al. You know. Yeah, right. 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 Yeah, that I mean, he was the start of it. He was the start of all that comedy music. I, I mean, Smothers Brothers. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure right. there. Were, I'm sure there were other ones earlier yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. But he, we, he, me and uh, me and Milos and, and and my brother went to see him at Summerfest one year. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> nice, weird Al. He he's going on tour again this summer or this yeah, recent somewhat coming up, and he's. <clears throat> His opener is one of my favorite stand-up comedians, Emo Phillips. Oh, so I, yes. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to see that. Where? I don't know, dude. Don't that's know brilliant. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Weird Al Yankovic. Emo Phillips is a genius. I, absolutely. I, I, a lot of people don't like him, which I understand. You know, he's got this character that he's that he's doing. His voice. It's hilarious. Kind of rubs people the wrong right. way sometimes, but he is fucking genius. I love it. I love it. <clears throat> completely he has one of my favorite jokes of all time uh, i i wouldn't even attempt to try to seriously tell it because i'll butcher it but <laughs> which one uh, is it that is thing of the religion the one? gold suit his no. grandpa's gold suit no i don't remember that one let's hear no? it let's hear it <laughs> he was going to the, the the basis of it is he's going to some function and he needs nice clothes 
So he talks to his mom and he's like, well, Ma, I need a suit to wear. You know, whatever it is. Yeah, his, yeah. his, his he's vocal like, inflections, yeah. Yeah. So my mother says, well, why don't you wear your grandfather's gold suit? And he stands there all awkward and shit. And yeah. he just, there's a, a long, a perfectly long pause. Yeah. And then with his impeccable timing, he just comes back with, so I got a shovel. <laughs> his, grandpa, his, his grandfather his grandfather was buried in dead. the yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, his grandfather was buried in the suit I fucking love it no there's so many Just there's so many genius. good jokes I love by his yeah there's yeah. one where he's like <laughs> he, he, he caught he, he's like I, I caught my my wife cheating and he said I, I was crushed I said, "Get off of me, you two!" <laughs> <It's>, like, <laughs> right. like, this is very basic. Like, yeah, right. Like you're not even thinking about it. But, but then the imagery yeah, comes the through. Yeah, imagery pops up. And you're just like, "Okay, that was fucking good. <laughs> that was so good." Right? Yeah. He's, he was like the two. <laughs> yeah, he was like the preemptive, the preempt to almost like. Uh, Mitch Mitch Hedberg or something. Stephen Wright. Oh, right, and, right. And Mitch yeah. Hedberg. Yeah, yeah, right, right. I, mean, I, I think Stephen Wright know, might have been But I don't know which of, I don't know who came first. But oh, right, right. Yeah, I think Stephen Wright, Stephen Wright maybe the, came first. Yeah. He might have been around the same time for yeah. sure, yeah, the yeah. 70s and 80s. Because I remember yeah. HBO had the half-hour comedy hour, and it was like the ones that mm-hmm. I can remember the most was Stephen Wright and Howie Mandel, right, you know, right. of that yeah, period of time. Dom Irera. Oh right, Tom Herrera, uh, Gilbert yeah. Godfrey. Yeah, yeah. When Rodney Rodney used to host that fucking show, didn't oh, he? I don't remember. I was like Rodney such... Dangerfield. Wasn't he the host of that? I'm and not sure. Either. I, I see. I just remember yeah. clips because my brother Frank and his and his buddy Chris would li- would watch it. So he was like just a year younger than you. So I was a little kid. I I only right, right. and they were taping it, you know, and like love. Yeah, yeah. They would tape that and David Letterman, like, <laughs> right. So interesting. And and they would read uh, Mad Magazine in character, and I would like hang around the hallway and like listen and stare and like be like, I want to be as funny as them. Right. And they'd play guitar, <laughs> plug it into like. So the, that's where it comes from then. Oh yeah, for like, sure, for sure. And I took it to a whole other fucking yeah. level. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> I I think my brother is like absolutely hilarious. Both of them are hilarious. Like. Mike is like got this weird. He he could spot the odd and the awkward moments in things where you, you look at a photograph like, oh my god, that video. Look at that. Yeah. Because uh, when the Cubs won it, uh, won at all that one year, I was on WGN when they won the first round at Murphy's, and there's mm-hmm. this dude that looks briefly at his girlfriend and then turns around and hoists me up, and I'm straddling him while he's spinning <laughs> me around, and we're like, yeah, and I got my fan there with the Cubs jersey. The Cubs won, and like, you know, uh, extra inning fashion or something, and my brother catches that. He was the one that caught him. I'm like, look at me, and I'm WGN. Within a minute, my brother responds back because I put it on a thread of my family. My brother Mike's like, and look, that guy – just takes a quick glance at his girlfriend and then turns around quickly to go to you to pick you up instead. <laughs> so he catches that humor while my oldest is kind of like your Gene Wilder, Jeff Goldblum, like real witty, but just clever, weird humor as well. And it's like kind of like that. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> just it, it's it's yeah, just like that. Think Gene Wilder, think yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, right. 
So but, Mike, Mike is the observational yeah. humor. Yeah. Yeah. Frank is the uh, quirky. The, the yeah the, the the quirky clever like yeah. uh yeah Gene Wild Gene Wilder and Jeff Goldblum come to mind the most. I mean I don't, I don't really think of Jeff Goldblum as like a comedian. Oh, but he is so funny. Like you see him in those Wes Anderson like uh on Life Aquatic, like the way he plays the character in that. And then even in Jurassic Park, there's like these moments that happen where it's like this guy is hilarious. He's, oh, he's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he's a, he's a strange dude for sure. Very strange. <laughs> yeah. And he was, He's got a uh he's got a show in LA that he Yeah, plays does, piano. Like, it's either monthly or or weekly, yeah. or bi-weekly or something like that. Yeah, it's like Wednesday. Where he plays like or... jazz piano yeah. and just yeah. knows everything in the universe. And then he's <laughs> he's just Jeff Goldblum yeah. on that mic telling little. Oh, so it's there's... like a uh, wait, wait, don't tell me kind of situation with him. Yeah, yeah, and and it's funny because ah, fuck Weird Al would even have We're some of those some of those shows in L.A. as well. Like oh yeah, Weird Al's gonna be performing the yeah. night. In this like small lounge, random, random yeah, shows. Well, Jeff Goldblum's like like Billy was saying, it was either monthly or weekly or whatever that was, but it was at a venue. It was def- and he had a, like a grand piano and then with a money. Yeah, live au- live audience. Yeah, <clears throat> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I never got a chance to go to it. I always wanted to go, but never did. And I was like, oh man, that's one of the things I wanted to kind of check off my list. Same. You, can always, you can always go back. It's yeah, back. same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. If he's still doing it, yeah, I would love to see it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, how did we get sidetracked <laughs> off of my brother uh, with with David Letterman? Oh, half hour comedy hour. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And and so like, um, I I was I was too young for that. I was too young to remember that Rodney Dangerfield hosted that so well i might be wrong but he hosted something like that like kinnison was on it and, right you know, right all those huge comics judy, so that judy might have t- been the same one though. judy tenuti and judy tenuta yeah yeah tenuta yeah. yeah, there it is which mm-hmm. dated emo phillips oh wow in real life wow oh really yeah such a strange pair up but yeah I, I, weird it makes sense yeah for some reason it yeah. makes perfect right. sense. <laughs> their their characters were like polar opposites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. She was that weird, angry fucking really loud, accordion yeah. playing yeah. muumu wearing lady. And, and then she do like, these high kicks too. Like yeah, she could do like these really high kicks. Like whoa. But I guess they, I guess they both had maybe potentially like right? irritating voices. Yeah. I mean Judy Tunu for sure. Yeah. But depending on how you look at emo, he might have an irritating voice. Yeah. To you, not to me. I fucking love uh, it. But I find it to be very soothing. Yeah, yeah I find it to be here. very soothing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And Bob Bob Ken Goldway was in that little yeah. world too. Oh, oh yes, absolutely. Doesn't Jerry Seinfeld hate him? <laughs> he moved to. He Does moved, he? I don't know. He moved to the Chicagoland suburbs. I think he's doing a show Gold? here recently. Yeah, Bobcat. Go- yeah, really? he's doing a show this summer at uh, the Den in Wicker Park on Milwaukee Avenue. No shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's huh. that's a good venue. It's maybe we'll maybe we'll check yeah. that out too. Yeah, we should. We yeah. should. Definitely. Yeah, I've always been a fan of his too. They had that thing today, the oddities <clears throat> and rarities, and I didn't yes, get to go because I, I had to work. I just found out about it today. I sent I'm like why the fuck I sent you I sent you. <laughs> Did you like like years ago? <laughs> no. Months ago? Months ago. Okay. I mean it was enough to forget. Yeah. You need to like send it like 
the week two of. days before. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, right. Because I saw it on like WGN. I'm like they're at the oddities, oddities and whatever. My expo. And I'm like, yeah. oh, what the fuck? I would have went to that. Yeah, that would be fun. That would have been fun. Yeah. And I couldn't have gone today though. I haven't gone. I had to work. Oh. But when I found out about it, I didn't have a job. <laughs> so you, you, you could have went when you found out about it. Yeah. yeah, as things panned out, yeah, I'm not so lucky anymore now that I have a job. So do you get vacation <laughs> right. time with this job or what? I ha- I could get time off, but I have to. It's like it's like Uber, you know, like you don't have paid for that. Right. You only work if you have clients, right? Or do you right. have to go sit there and just like practice your computer skills if you don't have patience? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll use the time to my advantage, whether it be like a virtual training or studying, right, or you know, doing things like. But that. like you, you have to like clock in and clock out a certain amount of hours every day, or no? No, I have my schedule, so not necessarily. Oh, okay. I just feel like I. So sh- a certain amount of hours every day. That's what you have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have. Yeah. <laughs> I have. I. I have my schedule. I mean, it's nine to five, Monday through Friday. I mean, I mean, it's not a schedule per se. Yeah, but... I have open time slots for 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 clients to come in. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I choose to use it to my advantage by studying. Right. And but it's filling yeah. up now. It's starting to fill up now. I'm up to twenty five now. Nice. I need to get to thirty. So once I get to thirty, then we're 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 full. Technically, 25 is supposed to be full, but at this job, for me to get their amazing benefits, which is just like stellar benefits, like with 401k life insurance, medical, dental, vision, and free therapy, like it's like you need the 30 clients a week. So I'm almost there, and I feel feel good. Yeah. I feel good. Good. With my personality, it energizes me. It's a challenge, like, to listen you know you have people's lives in your uh, in your hands as far as their well-being and everything so right. it's like you want to be there for them and you want to have uh answers or s- solutions or just things like s- coping skills or different therapy techniques to right. help them or using your good intuition of you know just your own wisdom yeah. And and, mm-hmm. and I draw from my own stories because I've I've definitely had trauma. I've definitely been depressed. I've definitely have anxiety, and I definitely have anger. You know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I, I I they say the best counselor or therapist is one that is going has gone through it or is going through right. the same things. Yeah, and sure. You're sure you're you're, you're being uh, an example. You're setting you're setting a, an example, and you're like a role mo- positive role model and. I have mm-hmm. to say, you know, I've changed. I've changed a lot this last month since doing it. Right. You know, it's like, whoa. You know, I'm I'm really helping these people, but I'm finding right. out a lot about well, myself. That... <clears throat> yeah. 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 I was I, I was wondering. I I was I wanted to ask you at some point if you like if that a job like that affects you negatively, positively, both like, you know, cause you, some people could have the reaction of like, Jesus Christ, all I do is talk to these fucked up people and they tell me all this horrible shit and I come home. I just want to kill myself. Right. So, or you get positives out of it because you're helping people. And you know, you yeah, just... I get the other thing. So, <clears throat> so like, uh, from what I used to do, like, like in LA and before that, like I counseled and not to say I wasn't into those jobs. I was, but 
it was very draining. It was very exhausting to counsel counsel severely abused children and adolescents in a residential, which is like a group home, but for people that ha- have mental health issues and they need more supervision with like uh, mental health professionals and counselors and therapists around them at a 24-hour, you know, a day, seven days a week thing. Right. They're, they're, they're there. They mm-hmm. go to school there and they have a like an outside park there you know we we have outings where we go to other places but you need privileges for that and it's just the yeah that was taxing and i that's what got me started where it was like okay i thought i wanted to be a school counselor i'm like yeah i'll have summers off and winter break <laughs> off and spring yeah. break and it's like i realized fast when doing school counseling it's like no and those periods of time now you're planning and prepping, you know, like, yeah, right, you can right. have some of those days off, but for that most, you're coming back Monday on, sp- on winter break and spring break and in the summer and you're prepping right. and planning yeah. for that next school year <clears throat> when the shit really hits the fan and then you're put back into the pressure cooker. And I was like, oh man, I was wearing way too many hats being spread way too thin in your client caseload is the size of a whole class. And I don't mean oh, a cla- I don't mean a classroom. I mean a whole graduating class. Yeah. So we're talking like a couple hundred. Three to four hundred. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. No way you can help that many people. Yeah. You're, so it's you're, too much. You're, so you're five five, ten minutes. You're looking at the clock for five, ten minutes trying to talk. It's like speed round counseling. Yeah. Like oh man. Yeah. And I couldn't do it. And then I, when the case management stuff, when I moved to L.A., because I, I did the school counseling for a couple of years, and I was doing, you know, the MHP counseling, like with the kids, the wards of the state. That was six, six and a half, seven years. So that, and then there was about only six months, less than six months as a caseworker in L.A. Those were, and it wasn't like I didn't want to, you know, I was like I could have done it longer. But being in L.A., I also had a dream of being an actor and a comedian, and I didn't like the case managing job. I already found out fast with that, too, and I'm like, I'm not doing this again to myself. Or I'm going to take a whole, whole year to figure this out. I don't like it. And it was like I was counseling emancipated youth. Uh, some had addictions, so there was transitional living homes and sober living homes in the Valley, and most of the kids were like from East L.A. and South Central as well as the Valley. So it was like all these kids from like these, the roughest areas. So it was like all my experience from the kids from the roughest areas of Chicago. Now the kids from the roughest areas of LA. And now like I come, you know, I take this therapist license after getting my master's moving back to Chicago and still doing acting and comedy, get that license. This new job is like, can you work with kids? They, cause they see that on my resume yeah. where I worked and they're like, damn, this, this guy could work, you know, and, I'm getting just kids, just kids. No, like we're not. I'm not getting like kids where they're from these, you know, these pasts where it's just, you know, they have an, a strong, you know. I'll deal. I'll, I, I'll, I'll, I'll deal with that, and I'll, I'll do therapy with kids like that. But it's most of my population is like all ages of just people with about an average to above average functioning level. Maybe some just below average, but it's like you're dealing with something right now. I can see that. So right. I wouldn't say it's like, but I also see that they're coming into the office dressed 
and have hygiene and you know those are parts of your mental health like right can they don't have like real real problems like those other kids had i mean they have real problems and they're legitimate but they weren't they They, didn't live hell lives when they were growing up maybe less severe yeah because there's kids where i smell that they you know they're not washing their clothes and i don't know if they're washing themselves and not that every one of them was like that like not as much like in, in the high school counseling. I was just wearing too many hats. But in the caseworker and the counseling at like Children's Home and Aid, that was the case because uh, they didn't have family and they were severely abused and neglected and uh, sexually, physically, emotionally. So mm-hmm. this new job, yes. So now I had all that on my background. And there's the long answer of the yes. <laughs> like, right. It's like, okay, there's these people coming in my office 25 to 30 and then plus i was doing uber for six years probably giving therapy off the books you know of my, my <laughs> right. riders where it was like the average ride was 20 to 30 minutes i do about 15 30 rides a day uh five to seven days a week six years do the math yeah. and now yeah, i get right. this, and i'm ready for it i'm like boom with with all that you know and my improv and acting and going to a Buddhist beatnik college for spirituality and social justice. Like I'm ready, baby. Let's, right. let's, let's let the healing begin. Right. <laughs> and this show, dude, and this show and this show, cause we were really getting this thing rolling in February, the month before this, this, this job started. So, you know, like doing what we're doing, it's like, bam, 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 bam. The processing, the storytelling, yeah, you know how yeah. how we're moving that along. I think this has also helped. Thank you guys. Oh, you're very welcome. Give me right. some money. Yeah, <laughs> right. I know. Give me part of your yeah, salary. Yeah, it'll be a hundred and hour, yeah. hundred twenty an hour. One hundred forty. Yeah, it'll be one hundred forty dollars for tonight. Well, that's yeah. San Francisco can... money, baby. We're we're come on, <laughs> come on. We got to get that. Yeah, that got to get a hometown price here. <laughs> that'll get that'll get me about a half a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you had you had talked about. Um, Possibly, or you had looked into it at least, getting yeah. certified as a uh, psychedelic psychedelic yeah. therapist, <laughs> yeah. or whatever yeah. that's called. So in California, I believe it is. It is a. Uh, it's for sure legal. I don't believe it is yet here in Illinois. I know there's some. Well, st- <clears throat> it's actually not. It's not. It's not legal yet. So they're just having the certification. So okay. in in Oakland, in Oakland, if oh, I go okay. to Oakland okay. and go to a weed shop, okay, uh, mushrooms, psilocybin mushrooms only, psilocybin mushrooms have been de incentivized to the police. So okay. well, it, what a- it is not; it, they're not legal, and they're not like they're, uh, they're, they're not felony offense. Yeah, they're they're decriminalized. But, no, no, de incentivized. Okay, de incentivized. So the a cop busting you for shrooms does nothing for their quota, gotcha. nothing for their paycheck. So nobody gives there's, a fuck right, about there's, it. There's anymore. no point for it. <clears throat> so correct. It's a waste of their what, time. What I'm wondering too, though, because I, I went on to the website for the Cal, California Institute of Integral Studies and there's a certificate oh, there's a licensure program. There's a licensure program to be uh, certified to do therapy with psychedelics. Now that's what I'm wondering. Now is there a pass because now you have certification? I, I and I believe that's what because I know the APA was is doing research right now, but I don't know if state by state 
They're just saying, well, we're doing it then. I mean, maybe you can get certified in California, but but not practice. Not practice yet. So, I, okay. As far as I know, it's legal in Washington State, and that's maybe about it. Okay. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Psychedelics are legal in Washington State. Maybe. Well, it's kind of like the biggest state of where you get shrooms from, from right. what I've heard in the United States. Like, oh, right, because all it, the good shit comes yeah. from Washington. Yeah, well, yeah. the all the all the <clears throat> what is that? The the fungus is beneath Washington and Montana and Wyoming. And, uh, okay. Yeah. So maybe that maybe that's which why. is the largest life form on Earth is that fungus right. that's growing the beneath. Yeah. yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Because then, uh, I think. And second, close second place is the Aspens in Colorado, because they're all interconnected through the roots. I mean, it's definitely an interesting substance interesting. that needs yeah. to be researched for sure. And, yeah, and they're showing that this substance has beneficial effects. Yeah, especially for people you know suffering from depression or yeah. PTSD or you know, anxieties and stuff like that. So, yeah. Anxiety should, for sure. For sure, yeah. We need to continue the research. And yeah. If it's beneficial, then give it to the people. It's showing a lot of positive. And it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's so interesting because the way the government looked upon it and frowned upon it when Timothy Leary was trying right. to do the same very things yeah. 50 years ago. Yeah. And, you know, like, it, it's just too bad. You know, it's too bad that, they just were. Yeah, I mean, it, it brings into question like maybe they're doing it because the pharmaceutical industry is now can they contribute benefit. a lot to these, you know, yeah. government officials, their campaigns and yep. all this other shit. Maybe that's why they were trying to, you know, prohibit and psychedelics now, and, and from now, shit that you can't really. Now that the government has their hands enough in in it, where yeah, it's legal and true. everything, now they're swaying it the different way. Right. <laughs> yeah, you, ne- you never know. It's right. Crazy. It's all that conspiracy theory shit, you know. Yeah. Mad. Yeah. No, but it, for <laughs> <laughs> but for addictions, for trauma, yeah. for anger, for depression, for anxiety, it really helps you. I mean, I I I've read articles that it has helped people, and I have to say, when <clears throat> when when I've taken it, I and I have allegedly allegedly take it, <laughs> and I <laughs> and I'm around people that you know. I feel are in tune with like emotions and there's a positive vibe I could shift and I could, I could go deeper into myself to where, Oh, so this is, you know, my interactions with the world and my, this is how I think would feel for myself to gauge and monitor. I'm like, Oh wow. Cool. But does it help you like after the fact, like after you're, you're, you've come down off the, 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 the trip or whatever you want to call it. Are you still, yeah. Does it, is it still beneficial at that point? I I have very vivid memories from each each of the last ones I've did I've done, to where um, the last three ones in particular, um, there was the during the George Floyd protests, there was uh, right before, uh, right after the day after Christmas, it was like two days after Christmas, uh, uh, twenty twenty twenty. And then this last one in like mid July with my counselor buddies, and uh, here in my apartment, and it was like raining outside, and we took them, and they helped me through like a rut of anxiety, and then oh, and then there was the one at the Cattle Moraine Forest with Tim Breen, and shh, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, 
and and Nick. <laughs> you don't want to <clears throat> out anybody right now. Yeah. So we we were, right. that was that was an experience where it was like and we talked about this one uh, uh on the episode that the, they were on with us. Okay. We did, uh, and uh just how everything was like this like <laughs> like a painting was just um like you were a part of this painting right. everything and then the you know sounds come through such clear and crisp you know the sound quality and then everything feels like it's in HD you know, like your vision. Mm-hmm. So the, the, those are like the the actual effects when you're in it. But does that help you psychologically after the fe- the effects? You know what I mean? Like, so, is there a long term effect or positive effect to these drugs? That's I think that's what it always has to, for me. That's, that's what they're trying to figure out, right? So for me, I felt like it was because there was things that I was I was talking about and focusing on that I continued to focus on after that right and um i ended up booking two commercials right after i did that right after i did that and that was one of my that was my main focus from after that and uh i would have to say i wanted i already wanted to do therapy part-time and i was already planting the seed of just doing it part-time right but with the circumstances that happened with Uber and their bullshit, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had to go full time, and I, I feel like this was a blessing in disguise. Yeah, and um, I that was in my mind. I I that, and I feel like those memories of within it, there was a lot of introspection and like, of like, oh, it just even those feelings and thoughts of like planning in life comes in such more clarity and 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 all that abstract emotion because us as artists like i feel like we're we're like hyper aware of our emotions we're just as much as like the music and the art that comes out with us like it's mm-hmm, it's for just, sure. there's just this there's a more color palette or a spectrum of it for us where we see not just happy sad angry you know nervous it, there's the, the the ones in between those of like anguish and awe and and you know of you know unbelievable excitement where just ecstasy and you know euphoria all the things you know like sleep sleep <laughs> right sloth right. that's pretty much mine like sloth yeah um, but it... yeah yeah, they've they've helped me immensely. I mean, I you know I I think I've talked about it even with you guys before, but I microdose yeah. uh, almost every day, microdose. And from what I read, you know that I I looked up in that Paul Stamets, you know, he's like the king of all mushroom research and all that stuff. And they he says <clears throat> that the microdosing it's like a tenth of a gram every day. But like four days on, three day, two days off. Yeah, four days on, whatever. You know, there are different. There's different ideas as to what's like the best protocol to do, which I don't think anybody has any answers. It's probably just personal. But I'll go like every day. Usually, I'd usually try to follow him by what he does because I just I think he knows his shit. Yeah, in and out and up and down. So uh, they have helped me incredibly do just with like overall feeling of certainly with like 
suppressing anger. I'm not an anxious person, but I, but I even notice that I'm even less anxious than I was before. And I wasn't really even anxious, right, you know? Right. And like, uh, I, to answer your question to Dan, for me, when I would do them in heavy doses, which is not very often, but sometimes, uh, like I do my microdosing, I don't even feel it. Yeah. I just, after some time, I feel the effects of it where I know I'm like not biting people's heads off. Okay. Yeah. I'm not fucking out. You know, I don't want to kill people. I'm pretty happy. <clears throat> and, um, but on, on nights when I would do a lot and like trip the next day, I just felt like a fucking Titan. <laughs> but, uh, but I, I would like, I don't drink booze when I'm on them. Like I keep it totally natural. You know, I drink like, coconut water with fucking pulp and shit. So I have something to chew on and I'm drinking healthy stuff and stay super hydrated. And the next day, dude, I'm ready to rock. Nice. You know, I feel great yeah. after, a, after a, a mushroom trip, yeah. but then, you know, then the other days though, like slowly, but surely like anything, like you've been using CBDs and different things, like after a couple few weeks, like a hundred percent noticeable difference. Even my wife was like, fuck man, that shit is working, dude. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, so, do you, do you feel you have like a, uh, if you stop doing it, you have a, uh, what do they call it? Like, like with weed, a withdrawal, <laughs> withdrawal, withdrawal. Like, so I used no. to work, I used to work with a guy who smoked weed every fucking morning yeah. before he came into work. And then when he wouldn't smoke weed, you could definitely tell because he was a completely different fucking person. Yeah. He was, you know, irritable and angry and just fucking just downright an asshole. Yeah. And you're just like, all right, go, go fucking smoke your weed, bro. Cause yeah. Cause this, this is not working. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. Like, it, it, it's this psychological dependence, right? Like you need it to be a decent human, I guess, or a, a, a normal human being. <laughs> I, I, you know, and maybe for some people it is. And, and cause it, there's medical, mm. there's medical for it. And, and I know for pain wise, it helps me with my back, but I don't get cleared for it because I, didn't have insurance for the longest time right. and I do now, but, um, yeah, I don't, I don't really smoke it like I did before. I, you know, I, I save it for mm. the weekend and right. th there it is. Okay. What about you, Billy? Like, do, do you feel like if you would stop microdosing, like it would completely change who you are or you're no, it would just bring me back to probably where like, cause I have, stopped for you know like I'll, I'll be on a roll and then i won't eat i'll just forget or whatever the thing is or i just feel like i want to step away from a second to see and then i feel myself like having a shorter temper okay. a little bit but for weed no i smoke weed religiously every single night only to go to sleep i don't i don't smoke during the day like i used to be a 24 7 you know wake and bake stoner gotcha yeah for for decades yeah well Something's Sorry, going, there's some on, yeah. there's some shit going down over here. Yeah, what's yeah. happening? Um, what's happening? But uh, I don't know. They're as quick as they were there. They're gone. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, uh, I I f f for weed at least I'm talking about now, not not shrooms. But uh, but no sh shrooms didn't. You know, maybe it would be different for me if I was like tripping three times a week, but I'm not, I'm right. barely right. having anything in my system and it definitely buzz. helps. Yeah. Not even, not even sometimes maybe if I eat like a little too much, I'll get 
just a tiny like oh do i feel that i'm not really even sure okay. so it's so small you don't even know right but um the weed but is is the same thing like every single night but i because I, I need it to sleep now some would call that maybe a dependency of sorts but <laughs> i don't think that's i think most people i don't think it's <laughs> right but but i don't think it's because of it's not because of the weed it's because i have a fucking sleep disorder and like weed is just the one thing like i could also i could drink nyquil and have the same effect true but i don't i choose not to put nyquil in my body i'd, I'd rather smoke or eat weed to help me solve my problem which it does gotcha. now when i run out of weed or whatever and i don't have any for a little while like all that happens is i can't sleep so that makes me a little shitty because I'm tired and I can't fucking sleep. But that's not like, you know, I also don't I don't have any like mental imbalances or yeah, I don't have, yeah. you know. So, you know, I think everybody it's hard to it's hard to nail down, like, say this will do this. And if you do this, this will do that, because every single person's different. Like right, somebody. Right. I mean, my wife smokes weed and she she like trips fucking balls she yeah. hates weed it just yeah. destroys her and and uh you know i could smoke seven bowls in a row and just be super high and have fun yeah and uh so you know who knows man you know I mean, that, but, that, that's why the research needs to be done that's yeah. why this you know yeah. it is most likely being it's being seen as as beneficial yeah but it depends on like absolutely who to, to who it is beneficial yeah, most beneficial. You know, it, it, everyone's different, like you said. Yeah, right. It's who who can benefit from what? Yeah, mm -hmm. and how? Yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, you know, the 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 worst part about weed in particular is like the whole it's the whole hemp shit. It's like you know, back in the day when it was first demonized in the world was right. like when uh, you know what was that? Yeah, dude, all that bullshit. It was because. It's the same big business, you know, back in the day, like who was that fucking guy? Whatever his name was, William, uh, not Taft H something. It was one of those like three name motherfuckers who like owned the whole fucking paper industry. And, you know, before the age of technology, what ruled the world? Yeah. Paper. Right. Yeah. So then along comes hemp, which is fucking, you know, 10,000 times the tensile strength of like, steel chain and shit and rope and cotton and all these things they make yeah, everything right, out of right. grows like weed i mean you could harvest a planet's worth of hemp in about eight days and it doesn't grow like you know weed. so that motherfucker was going to be out of his money so he was like fuck hemp you know weed makes you turns you into the, the devil's lettuce you know like <laughs> yeah. so it's just been fucking demonized forever literally because of some rich prick who didn't want to you know capitalism capitalism yeah dude but it doesn't, so, Billy. It doesn't grow like weed. It is weed. <laughs> right, right. It doesn't grow like a weed. It grows like the weed. The weed. <laughs> right. All right, fellas. I gotta go to bed. All right. All right. That's, that's a good note, right there. We, you, we, we can end on that. For yeah. Sure. You smoke your weed and put yourself to sleep. And folks, that was night on the town. I'm Dan. I'm Jeff. I'm Billy. I'm tired. <laughs> and have a I hope good this night. episode worked. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be we'll be good. All right. Good night. Yeah. <laughs>